is a friend. He sometimes looks a soldier shoulder to cry on. <laughs> Almost a soldier. Uh, I enjoy our coffee dates. I catch a lot of fashion tips from the man of God. Now and again I copy him and imitate him and he gets upset. <laughs> Thank you, Prophet Angelo, for being a friend to Reba and for your love that you show towards us. We appreciate you and we receive the Prophet in the name of the Prophet. In Jesus' name, amen. Come on. Such a presence here today. It's very difficult to get started. Amen. <laughs> Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. There we go. Amen. Can we give Jesus a good praise in this place? Amen. I think that praise that you gave us for yourself for being here. Can we give Jesus a good praise in this place? Come on, come on, let's go higher. Give Jesus one more praise, amen. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of Jesus. Glory to God. Pastor Bevan, and to your beautiful wife. This time I got a name right, Zoe. Zoe, amen. Got your name right. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. What an honor it is to celebrate with you once again. Amen. Um, I feel like I'm already part of the house. Um, part of the family and it's an honor to celebrate your second birthday with you amen, amen. and so my prayer is that God will really just increase your capacity in this area in this region that God will just take this ministry higher and that God will send destiny helpers into this house that will continue to build the house of God amen, amen. now more than ever we need revival hubs do you agree with me Amen. And so I strongly believe that this house will become a revival hub. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory to God. And so I am truly thankful to be part of this uh, occasion and just what God is doing in this house. Amen. Amen. Just stay focused on this guy that tries to be handsome. Amen. <laughs> Don't worry about the lights that are off. <laughs> Glory to God. And so I also want to just honor Pastor Bevan and his wife for putting something like this together. It's never easy. Uh, to, let me just say this. It's never easy to run a ministry. Especially in this dispensation. Um, my, my spiritual father, and he, jokes, he always jokes with us. He says it was easier to start a church in the 80s and the 90s. Because people didn't have so much information. <laughs> and so now they'll question every single thing. Even if it is scripture, they will question it. Amen. And so um, it is, I just want to honor you for putting something like this together. And generally, when you have something like this, there's always backlash. Amen? There's always backlash. There is demonic activity. Uh, now, we don't want to give the devil too much, you know, power, because he's not omnipresent. Amen? He can only be present at one particular place. Do you agree with me? Yes. Amen. Glory to God. So, we're not going to honor him that much, but whenever you put something like this together, there's always backlash in the spirit. Uh, backlash. You agree with me? There's always backlash. And when you put something like this together, the, the devil knows that you are busy doing something for God. Significant. Amen? And so, we thank God for this. Uh, and we honor you once again. Amen. Glory to God. The praise and worship was so beautiful. I thought we're just going to sing tonight. And we don't need any preaching. Amen. Glory to God. I wonder if, if you could help me. You know, just something when you play. I don't know. Can I take a minute just... Uh, there's something about worship that stirs the atmosphere. Amen. So I'm going to greet everybody just now. But I just wanted to play something. Uh, prophets can't operate without music. We need music. Amen. Don't you want to play, uh, I never get the, I don't know if I have the, 
the, the title of the song, but it's We Exalt Thee. We Exalt Thee. Can you play this key? We Exalt Thee. We Exalt somebody. Come on, let's give Jesus a praise in this place. Come on. Let's lift the roof of this place. Come on. Come on, if you really love him, just give him a praise in this place. Tell him how much you love him. Come on. Tell him, tell him, tell him, tell him. Come on. Let's take one minute in worship and just tell him. Woo! Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Glory to God. Oh my goodness. So.
Can I ride this wave? Is that okay? Can I ride this wave? We're just going to flow with this. Amen. I initially came with a different message, but I just felt that the Holy Spirit was taking me a different direction. So I'm just going to flow with that. Is that all right? You take your time. <laughs> I know there's some people with a worship and a praise in them. You take your time. I'm going to give you a minute just to worship him. I don't know about you. La predios de va. Nandos de veda ma delios setebrados de va. La prodos de que la brandios. Mandios sobradas de va. La prodos de le maha. Mandios sotorabas. Maledios sobradias de va. Thank you Jesus. Father, we love you. Father, we blow kisses to you tonight. We thank you for your grace that is sufficient. We thank you for your love. We thank you for your presence that is here. And tonight, Father, we ask that you will move like only you can. Holy Spirit, we pray that you will come in like a flood and move supernaturally. In the name of Jesus. Have your way now. Have your way in the hearts of men. In the hearts of women touch them oh god in a significant way touch them oh god in a different way give them a new encounter a new experience with you in the name of yeshua hamasiah the holy one of israel in the name of the christ hallelujah amen praise jesus hallelujah amen i love giving praises can we give Jesus one more praise? Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Sorry, that was, that was for me just to compose myself. Amen. Let's get into the word tonight. Amen. Are you, are you glad that you came tonight? Yes. David said, I was glad. Yes. When they said unto me, let us go to the house of the Lord. Yes. You can just flow, just flow. Don't, don't go away. Amen. Just nicely flow with me tonight. So we're going we're gonna to just ride this wave. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to really try and minister to you to 20 minutes. I lie, but okay. <laughs> I want to greet the fivefold that is in the house. Every office bearer, every clergyman be greeted in the name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. We salute you. We thank you for the work that you put in uh, to get the saints into one place. It's difficult, man. I don't know what I signed up for. Jeez. Pastoring adults is difficult. <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah, but the grace of God is sufficient. Amen. I'd like to honor my beautiful wife. She's not here. Eileen Felderbloom. She pastors with me a beautiful church in Horizon View. Um, I want to thank her for always standing with me. Amen. She couldn't be here tonight. She's not feeling well, so I told her she just needs to rest. Amen. Hallelujah. And then I would like to honor my spiritual father in his absence, Apostle Nikki van der uh, When I spoke to him that I'm coming, he said to me, Son, I bless you. And so I'm standing here with the blessing of my father. Amen. Amen. Praise the name of Jesus. I want you to look at somebody next to you and tell this person, Who is the Holy Spirit? Ask them. Who is the Holy Spirit? And I, I want you to look at somebody else now and look at them eyeball to eyeball and ask them this question. Uh, not ask them this question. Tell them this. Tell them this. Revival is now. Revival is now. Do you believe that? Do you believe that we need a revival? Glory to God. I believe that. But we need the Holy Spirit. Amen. Without the Holy Ghost, we can't have revival. The Holy Ghost is the center point of revival. Without Him, that's good. That's good. Without Him, we cannot have revival. Yeah. 
We need the Holy Spirit. And in order for us to have a revival, we need Him to come now. And in this dispensation, the Holy Spirit is not going to come to you like how He came in Acts chapter number 2. Amen? Acts chapter number 2 was. When He came, He came upon men and He transformed men and women from the inside out. So revival is not you falling here and foam coming out of your mouth. Revival is a transformation of the heart. If the heart has not changed, we cannot call it revival. Do you agree with me? Amen. So who is the Holy Ghost? Glory to God. I want to take you to Genesis chapter number 1 verses 1. Uh, and we're going to read 1 and 2. Amen. I'm reading from the English Standard Version. And this is what it says. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was without form and void, and darkness was over the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. Interesting, before I get here, just off topic here for a moment. John mentions something in the Gospels. He says this. He says, I baptize you with water. But the one that's coming after me baptize you with water. Or sorry, the Holy Spirit and fire. If you open tonight, you will, if you don't have the Holy Spirit, you will be baptized with the Holy Ghost and fire. And the fire is not to burn you, but it's to keep you ablaze. That's why we have the fire. The fire is there to consume all unrighteousness in your life, all sin in your life, everything that governs, that is governed by the flesh. And when that fire comes, it takes away the desire for sin. So if you still walk in your year and you still walk in your sinful nature, that is because you have not yet been baptized with fire. Can I go there? Can I go there? We have, in the past 20 years, and I'm sorry to say this, we have what we call, and I'm, please hear my heart, I mean no, I have no malicious intent. We have weak Christians. Weak Christians. Let me, let me share with you what I, what I mean by this. We have Christians in the faith that every time when they get upset, they will not just leave church, they will leave God. Interesting. Interesting. Very interesting. We want the blessing, we don't want the process. Okay. I'm sorry, maybe I'm speaking to myself here tonight. We want the blessing of God, but we fail to endure the process. It's what we call weak Christians. Weak. They start something, cannot finish it. Because they have neglected the one thing, which is the Holy Spirit. The man of God today says he will lead us in all truth and in righteousness. If you are not governed by the spirit, you are governed by the flesh. Everything that governs the flesh is dark. <laughs> and this is why we have developed what we call, the Bible says, itchy ears. And so we run after messages that makes us feel good. Instead of messages that transform us. And so we have neglected the very thing that is important for every Christian, which is the Holy Ghost. Holy, sacred, spirit. Let me get into the word. Amen. Let's define the word spirit here for a moment. The spirit of God, or better known, the Ruh HaKadosh, is a person and not merely a force. When we start on the first page of the Bible before creation has ever begun or even mentioned here, we see a depiction of the Spirit of God hovering on the face of the deep. Interesting here because there are two occasions in the Old Testament where we see mention of the Holy Spirit, there's chaos. In the New Testament, at the advent of the Holy Spirit or the coming of the Spirit of God, we see again a church that is in chaos. A, a, a church that is scattered but in the New Testament we call him the unifying spirit 
So he unifies then the church. Every time when you see there is no unity, that means there is no unifying spirit. Where you see, where you see disarray and where you see division, that means it is the spirit of the age that governs that church or those group of people. And so wherever the spirit of God is, even in a marriage, where there is no unity or where there's a lack of unity, there is what we call the spirit of the age that governs that marriage. But where the can I can I speak the truth tonight? Because I need to flow in the truth here tonight. Amen. I was gonna come here with a message that's gonna blow your mind and you were gonna be blessed and say, God's gonna bless me, but you will not be transformed. So we got to get you transformed when you walk out of this place tonight. Amen. Praise Jesus. And so here's the thing is, is that is the, the Spirit of God, then in the Old Testament, let's talk, let's talk about the Holy Spirit here for a moment, minute in, in Genesis. In Genesis, the Bible says the Spirit of God was hovering over something where there was no, no created thing. The Bible says the only time the Spirit moved is when God said something. So God then said, let there be light, and His voice echoed throughout the ages. As His voice hit the Spirit, I, I'm just being a, a visual you know, guy here. Uh, where the Spirit of God then hears the voice of God and He creates whatever God says He must create. So we see then here one of the functions of the Spirit of God, because you've asked the person next door who is the Holy Ghost, right? One of the functions of the Spirit of God is to create. Where there is nothing, He comes and He creates. Are we together? So one of the core functions of the Spirit then is to hear the voice of God and to create whatever God says He must create. So God says, let there be light. The Spirit of God creates light. Separate land from water. He separates land from water. Are we together? Then He says, uh, create all the beasts of the earth and every fish of the sea. And we see the Spirit of God then begins to create. When the Spirit of God comes into your life, where there is disarray and no order, it brings order and it brings functionality in your life. Are you with me? Where the Spirit of God is, uh, where the Spirit of God is, there must be something that is changing. Something must function where the Spirit of God is. In the, in the Old Testament, when God spoke a word, or like the King James says, spake a word, when he spoke a word, something happened. So this tells me then, wherever the Holy Ghost shows up, something must happen. Woo, Jesus, help me here. So you can't come into a setting like this, and we say the Spirit of God is there, but nothing is moving in you. It's either one, he's not here, or two, you're not heeding to his voice. Oh my God, help me here. Woo, Lord, help me with this one. So you've got, to, you've got to yield yourself to the Spirit of God when He's here. In a setting like this, when you come in sick, you better leave healed because there is... Let, let, me, let me tone this down for a moment. So the Bible says then that the Spirit of God was hovering. If you ever watched a helicopter before it, it takes off, it hovers first. Right? And when it, when it hovers, it, it builds momentum so that it can take off. In the Old Testament, it's the same picture. The Spirit of God was hovering. He was not yet taking off. The only time He took off is when God spoke a word. <laughs> now, 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 check this, check this, check this. Throughout the Old Testament, the Spirit of God would only come upon a man by virtue of God. If God didn't say anything, the Spirit of God would not come upon a man. So in the Old Testament, the prophets was dependent on a mantle. The mantle then gives them authority to speak certain things into the atmosphere. And when they speak, it would happen because they were given a mantle. In the New Testament, we don't need mantles. Nowhere in the New Testament does Jesus say, Oh, a mantle is coming upon you to function in this. No, it's the Holy Ghost that ignites people. Oh my God. Woo. 
I feel happy here. Amen. I feel happy here. And so when the Holy Ghost come upon a man, it gives in the Old Testament, it gives a man purpose to function. Woo, Jesus, help me. Every time when the Spirit of God would come upon a prophet, a leader, whatever it is, he would function with purpose. So we see then here one of the functions or the core functions of the Holy Ghost, it is to stir people into purpose. You don't need another message to ignite you. What you need is the Holy Ghost. Come on, somebody. What you need is the Holy Ghost. So you don't need another message to make you happy. You need the Holy Ghost. The Bible says where the Spirit of God is, there is liberty. You can't be all drunk and no smiling and nothing on your face. You got to smile because when the Holy Ghost is there is gladness, not sadness. When the Holy Ghost is there is freedom. When the Holy Ghost is, it sets people free. So when you come in here bound, busted and disgusted, it is the Holy Ghost that will set you free. Oh my God. Mm, I feel happy. And I see Arsenal shirt here so I feel even better. Glory to God. Woo, Jesus help me. Let's define this theologically. The Greek, the Hebrew word for the word holy here. So we, we, have, we understand now that the spirit element is, is, we understand the spirit element here is the very thing or the very person, sorry, that's hovering. Now, the word holy then in Holy Spirit defines the spirit because you can find any spirit. The spirit is only defined when the word holy is there. So for example, somebody will call spirit of depression. That means that that spirit is defined by what is in front of it. Are we together? So the Holy Spirit then only gets its name from the word Ruha Kadesh. It gets its function. Okay. Let's, let's, let's go here. Let's go here quickly. So in the Hebrew word, the, the word holy there is Kadosh, which literally means to be set apart for a special purpose. <laughs> Ooh, Jesus. Then the Hebrew word then comes and it defines it like this. The Hebrew word for holy here is hagios. Somebody say hagios. Hagios then means sacred, set apart, or worthy, or my favorite word, otherness. Look at somebody next to you and say otherness. The word holy then uh, stresses sacredness. Uh, the word holy then stresses sacredness. Uh, and it is separate here from the common. Woo. So you can't say in a common church setup, in a common meeting, and say the Holy Spirit is here. Because it's not common. He's set apart from all things unholy. He's set apart from anything that is common. He's, oh Jesus, oh Jesus, he's set apart from all things that makes up the flesh. That means we cannot define the Holy Spirit as a natural thing. It must be a supernatural force that functions in the earth. Now, what is the definition of supernatural? The definition of supernatural is not a theological term. You won't find it in the Bible. But we use the word supernatural to define the function of the Spirit or what He does in the earth. What is the supernatural then? The supernatural is anything that is above the natural. That means, watch this, that means in my mind I am sick. But when the spirit comes within or he, when he's awoken within, he obliterates every sickness and every disease that is on the inside of me because he does not function on the natural. Are we together? Now, the word holy then, in the name stresses sacredness, the holy is that which is set apart from the common and the ordinary. For example, uh, Hosea chapter number 11 verses 9, it says, I am God and not man, the holy one in your midst. So this means every time when we talk about the Holy Spirit, we are referring to God. Okay, okay, you didn't get that. Okay, let, let, me, let, me, let me go back here. The word otherness, by definition here, the word otherness in context means, or better said, means being or feeling different. This means that it is different 
in its appearance. So the word otherness here, can I, can I, can I take my time with this? Is that all right? Yeah. I've got five more minutes. Amen. <laughs> the word otherness here, by definition then, is God in a different appearance. Woo. The text does not tell us that God is separate from his son or separate from his spirit. They are three in one. So when we talk about the Holy Ghost, we are saying God in a different appearance. Woo. So when God comes, oh, Jesus, I nearly spoke Afrikaans here. <laughs> but <laughs> when the Holy Ghost comes in here, it is as if God is walking in here. I'm feeling happy. I'm feeling happy. So this means then, when the Holy Ghost comes in here, that means everything that is in God has to walk into this place. That means His creative fiber, His creative being, everything that is in Him, His, his omnipotence, His all-knowing, His all-seeing, his, his love, His grace, His sufficiency, His, his power, His dunamis, all of that has just walked into the room. And when all of that walks into the room, whatever has been bothering you, sleeplessness, depression, anxiety must leave because there's a power force that is, oh Jesus, that has walked into this place. Now watch this. Every time when that power force, in by definition of the Old Testament, when that power force comes upon you, that means you have been set apart for purpose. Uh, oh Jesus. The very reason why you are here tonight it is because God had a plan with you. God had set you apart and he had put a little bit of the Holy Ghost upon you and he changed you. He has rearranged you. Everything that has bothered you has gone away. Anything that stands in your way, he has given you the power to take it away because of the creative power of God that is on the inside of you. One other thing that the Lord said to me for 2023 is the year of empowerment. And when I'm saying the year of empowerment, no, no, stay in that flow, stay in that flow. Uh, sorry, you're not my pianist. <laughs> but stay, please stay in that flow. <laughs> when you, when the Holy Ghost, okay, I've got five more minutes, amen. <laughs> so when the Holy Ghost comes upon you, you have been empowered to function. That means everything that God placed on the inside of you has suddenly been made aware that there is a power force that is here. And whenever the Holy Ghost comes upon you, that means everything that has been stagnant has to move. Woo. Because the Spirit of God, keyboard player, it, because, you know, you gave me a nice response, you know, they, I don't know what's happening. <laughs> when the Holy Ghost is there that means anything that is stagnant must move because the holy spirit is a progressive force that means nothing can be stagnant in your life if you have a ministry i prophesy to you that when the holy ghost comes into your ministry there has to be if you are a business person and your business has been stagnant when you allow the holy ghost to decide what business you're going to flow in when you allow the Holy Ghost to decide which direction and which business deal you must take, there must be progress because the Spirit of God is progressive. Woo. Can I take my last five more minutes? Amen. Now, let me land this for you tonight. In the study of phenomenology, the word otherness means that which appears. That means that if we say that God is the constitutive figure, in other words, if we say that God is the main man, we are simply saying that the main man has what we call an otherness. That means when the otherness of God begins to function in your life, all that is in God is in his spirit. The New Testament teaches us the following. He says the same spirit then that raised Christ Jesus from the dead is now within you. That means that you and I are functioning with the otherness of God on the inside of us. Oh, Jesus. 
That means you have the otherness of God. That means when you have the otherness of God on the inside of you, it simply means this, that you have the ability to create. The Bible says, watch this, He has given you the power to create wealth. The reason why you are poor, it is because you made a conscious decision to be poor. The difference between the rich and the poor is simply a decision. You've got to wake up in the morning and decide whether you what you want to be. Whatever you decide you want to be, that is what you will be. It might not manifest right now, but in time. Now, can I close this? This is distracting me. Amen. Poverty is a system. Let's deal with this quickly. Poverty is a system. Poverty has got nothing to do with economics. It has everything to do with decision. Check this. You're born in a family that has limited resources, limited opportunity. You make a conscious decision not to chase after the dream or that thing that God has placed on the inside of you. And as a result, the generation that is coming after you will go and flow in the same dimension that you are flowing. Because you have made a decision not to walk in what God has placed in you. The moment when the church begins to walk what is within them, they have the power to obliterate every system of darkness. So what will we do with poverty then? We introduce God into that system. Paul comes in, the, in, in, in Romans chapter number 12 and Paul says this. He says, be thy renewed by the renewing of your mind. But the mind can only be renewed if you get to chapter number 8. Chapter number 8 then verses 14 talks about sonship. Woo! Can I talk about this for a moment? When you get to sonship, that means you have the revelation of chapter number 7. What does chapter number 7 of Romans mean? Chapter number 7 of Romans means this, that you have died to yourself and you have fully given over to God. Now, when you have gotten a realization and a revelation of chapter number 7, suddenly chapter number 8 becomes your reality. When chapter number 8 verses 14 becomes your reality, chapter number 12 comes into play. That means the mind is transformed and the mind is changed. When the mind is changed, everybody else in the household changes because the Father has made up his mind. As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. As for me, can I add to this? As for me and my house, we shall not be broke. As for me and my house, we shall create what is on the inside of us. As for me and my house, we have made a decision to walk by the Spirit. And when you walk by the Spirit, suddenly you walk in what we call the atmosphere of revival. Some of you are waiting for a coming revival. I've got news for you as a messenger of the Lord Jesus that revival is waiting upon you. When you have made a conscious decision that you want revival, revival then comes into your house. Now watch this. When the revival begins to come, the first thing it will do, it will deal with your heart. It will confront the issues of the heart. And when it deals with the issues of the heart and you have broken free from the issues of the heart, the second thing that revival will do, it is it will bring an economic change in your house. So don't be shocked when there's business coming to you. It is because you have walked through the first 12 chapters of Romans. And when you have walked through those first 12 chapters of Romans, you have begun a realization that if God is in me, who can be against me? Oh, Jesus, help me here. Somebody say the otherness of God. Somebody say the otherness of God. Woo, somebody say it one more time. The otherness of God. Glory to God. Somebody say the otherness of God. Thank you, Randall. Somebody say it one more time. The otherness of God. Oh, for the last time, the otherness of God. Now watch this. When the otherness of God comes in you, the first thing that he will do is that he will bring order. That is, that is 
where there's no order in your life. The second thing, when the otherness of God comes in you, it begins to create things that are not there. The Bible says, what the eye has not seen and the ear not heard and what has not entered into the hearts of men. Mm, that is what God will do when the otherness of God is awoken on the inside of you. We serve a generation that wants to be woke, but they are not woke. The reason why they are not woke is because they don't have the wokeness on the inside of them, which is the Holy Ghost. Glory to God. We don't need games. We don't need uh, all these things in church. We need the Holy Ghost. We need the Holy Ghost. We need Holy Ghost praise and worship. We need Holy Ghost preaching. We need Sunday school that is on fire for God. We need to bring our children up with the full power of God. What we need to do is, is raise our children in the power of God. My kids don't have a choice. They have to get up and come to the house of God. I'm old school like that, yeah. I'm old school like that, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And so I have decided that if my house, if you live under my roof, you got to come to the house of God. That's the rule. Oh yes, oh yes, oh yes. And if you decided otherwise, go get yourself a house. <laughs> Glory to God. <laughs> but I'm here to tell the church of God that what we need in this dispensation, we need, say, say with me, the otherness. Say it with me, the otherness. So let's land this. Then I'm going to pray with you. Amen. Amen. Whew. In the New Testament, the text is saying that the otherness is now in us. Child of God, I'm wondering if you walk by the Holy Ghost, why do you still complain about the government? Why do you complain about the economic crisis? It is the times that we are living in and as children of God, we have to make a conscious decision to walk by the Spirit of God. And when we walk by the Spirit of God, suddenly all things are new. And this is no discrimination to folk that does not have the Holy Ghost because sometimes it's not their fault. We have to blame the preachers also sometimes. That does not educate the church. You have sometimes people that are serving God for 20 years, still can't speak in tongues. Still can't even prophesy over themselves. Milk drinking Christians, 20 years in the church, imagine. And all they hear is, if you give 10,000, you'll receive 100,000. Like God is some kind of slot machine. It's interesting. Give me, give me 5,000 rand and I will prophesy over you. It's ridiculous. It is because the otherness of God has been neglected in the lives of the believer. If you don't have the Holy Ghost, I want you to quickly raise your hand. Don't be shy. We're going to pray with you. If you don't have the Holy Ghost, don't be shy. Say, Brother Pastor, pray for me. I want the Holy Spirit. Every head bowed and every eye closed. If you feel that the Holy Spirit has gone, you're praying, but you're praying against some kind of ceiling. Say, I need him to fill me afresh tonight. I'm going to pray with you tonight. Thank you. Glory to God. Come on, if you're here. Thank you. Thank you. Come on, is there, is there one more person? He's saying, I need the Holy Ghost. Say one more thank you. Thank you for that hand. Thank you for that hand. Thank you for that hand. Thank you. If you put up your hand, I want you to run to the front. Come on. Very quickly. Very quickly. If you put up your hand, come to the front. There's something about the altar. There's something. Thank you. Come on. Come on. Very quickly. Thank you, Jesus. If you are a matured believer and you can pray in tongues, I want you to begin to pray in tongues. Pray in tongues. Lebros the Vedama. You can just stand here. Just stand here. Just stand. I want you to face me. Face me. Face me. Amen. Glory to God. Come, 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 come. Very quickly. 
on, let's pray, let's pray, let's pray, let's pray, let's pray, let's pray. Come on, church. Don't get tired. Come on, pray with me, church. Pray with me, pray with me. La prosenda la nariyo sonora la mano. Era na luz, era na, era na luz, era na. Ayer era un sueño, mañana na luz, ora na. Eso daría bien. na luz, era na. Come on, church, pray, pray, pray. Come on, stand and pray. I need your help here tonight. Come on, pray, pray, pray. You didn't come to be a spectator here tonight. You came to participate. Come on, let's stir up the atmosphere. Come on. God is going to fill you up. He's going to fill you up tonight. All right. If you are here, you can play, continue to play. Just softly. If you are here and you don't know the Lord, standing here, you don't know Jesus Christ, but you want to accept Him as your personal Savior, just, 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 just show me with your hand or something that you want Jesus. Show me. Is there anybody here in front that does not know Jesus? The first thing I want you to do is just repent. Say, God, I'm sorry for my sins. Come on. Right? You got to, if you want it, you got to work for it. Come on, just repent. Just say, God, I'm sorry for every mistake that I've made. Say, God, please forgive me. Say, God, please forgive me. I know I'm perfect, Lord. I've done some things that I'm not very happy about. And I'm asking you to forgive me. Now, when you've said that, I want you to say this with me. Say, Holy Spirit, fill me. I want you to say this with me. Say, Holy Spirit, fill me. Say it one more time. Say, Holy Spirit, fill me. Gonna come now, it's gonna come. Can we get her up? Can we get her up? Market was the man. Labros the Vedama. Rando Sitting. Can you stand? The power of God is too heavy on you. Father, fill her afresh tonight with the power of your Holy Ghost. Fill her with the Holy Ghost and fire. Fill her tonight in the name of the Christ. It's coming, it's coming, it's coming. Fill her tonight with the Holy Ghost and fire. Fill her tonight with the Holy Ghost and the dose that came behind. Fill her tonight with the Holy Ghost and fire. Fill her tonight with the Holy Ghost and in a bush and Fill her with fire, fresh fire. Fill her with the Holy Ghost and fire. Come on, raise your hands, raise your hands, raise your hands. Fill her with the Holy Ghost. Man, there is the Fill her with the Holy Ghost and fire. Fill her fresh tonight in Jesus' name. Fill him with the Holy Ghost and fire. Fill him with the Holy Ghost. La Fill. Fill his hands. Fill his heart. Fill his heart. With the Holy Ghost and fire. In the name of Jesus. Fill her tonight with the horn that the A new tongue. A new tongue tonight. Rande yeah. yeah, there, there, there. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Mando Stefan. Fill with the Holy Ghost and fire. Fill him tonight. Fill your son with fire. Oh, set him a place tonight. Set him a place tonight. Set him a place. I feel something here. I feel something. I feel something. 
Can you raise your hands? The Lord says to me, He's going to. The gift of healing is coming upon you. The gift of healing is coming upon you. The Lord gave me a strict instruction to, to ignite people, to activate people. So I'm here to activate you in the gift of healing. Man, this divine. There it is. It's going to come stronger. It's going to come stronger. It's going to come. <laughs> there it is. Ramos Don't be afraid. Take it. It's yours. In Jesus' name. Father, fill your son. Fill your son with the Holy Ghost. Fill your son with the Holy Ghost. Fill your son with the Holy Spirit. Fill him afresh tonight. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Fill your son afresh. Raise your hands. Come on, raise your hands. When you raise your hands, it is, it is a sign of surrender. It is a sign of surrender. Fill him afresh tonight. Fill him afresh tonight. Mm, heal this broken heart. Heal this broken heart. Heal this broken heart. In the name of Jesus. Mankedios. Labros the Vedama. Come on, church. Pray with me. Pray, 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 pray. Labros the Vedama. Fill him afresh. Fill him afresh. In the name of Jesus. Mankedios. Labros the Fill your people. Fill. It's there. Fill your people. Lois, is she your family? Family? Is your niece? Can I say something to her? Can I say something to her? Is it okay? Can you stand? Amen. Hallelujah. Are you tired? This guy's boring you, eh? <laughs> um, I don't know who her mom is, but the Lord says you must watch her because he's going to use her for his glory. The Lord says that the gift of evangelism is coming upon her very strongly. And the Lord says that she must be protected because her gift will make room for her. But not just room for her, the Lord says, keep playing, keep playing. The Lord says that he will take her from one country to another and he will use her for his glory. And I keep hearing the Lord says, he says, I will use you for my glory. At no point must you take the glory. Because every time when God does something through you, it is for him. God never does something or call people for themselves. He always call people for them. And then I hear the Lord say something to do with arts. I don't know what she's doing, but I hear something to do with arts. I also see writing. I don't know what she's writing, but I also see writing. Uh, I don't know, maybe she'll write books. I'm not those kind of prophets. Please forgive me. I don't give cell phone numbers and stuff like that. So please bear with me. Amen. But I hear the Lord says that he's going to use you for his glory. And he says that he's going to use you in the form of arts. He says that every time when you operate in that gift pertaining to arts, the Lord says that you will glorify him and people will see him through you, through the work that you will do. I hear the Lord says a lot of creativity is coming to you in the season. The Lord says you need to manage it, get people to manage that gift. Because I sense a strong gift upon her life. But I see a lot of writing. I see a lot of writing. And thank you, Holy Spirit. I see writing books. I see writing songs, particularly. Writing books and writing songs. The Lord says there's going to come a season where your hand will just do this. And you will just write. And you will just write. And you will just write. And every time when you write, it's Him speaking to you. But every time when he speaks to you, it will always be through his word. He's not separated from his word. So it will always be 
connected to his word. I submit that to you. Amen. I sense something over here. Sorry, sir. Are you in business? Yes, no? Make a decision? Yes, no? Yes. yes. Amen. So the Lord says to me that he's going to use you in 2023 in business. But this is what he's saying is, is that is every time when you walk into a... What is the word I'm looking for? Every time when you walk into a room, the Lord says that they will not want to negotiate at a cheaper rate. They will, they will speak to you at the level which you have presented it to them. The Lord says there's construction in you. I hear construction. Um, I hear financing, uh, something to do with books. Uh, financing, I see financing business. I see four businesses. Four businesses. One of them is construction, the other is in finance, like books, administrative administrative stuff. Are you in ministry? Hey? You're just a church goer. Because the Lord says the gift of teaching is coming upon you, even now. Can I pray for you? Amen? You, you don't have to stand. Just Father, in the name of Jesus, we release that gift right now in Jesus' name. May he function in his calling. May his function in his gift. It's not just a church goer. Father, you have called him for a time such as this. Now, use him for your glory. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I release that gift in Jesus' name. Amen. I'm empowered to release the gift. So, please don't think I'm praying Jesus tonight. Amen. The Lord says that he has answered your prayers. That he has answered your prayers. There's a particular thing that you've been trusting God for and God says in, the, in, in 2023, in February specifically on the 20th day you will see him manifesting that thing that you have been asking him for. Thank you Lord. And the Lord says it will not be by might nor by power but it will be by his spirit. And the Lord says, trust me in this and see that you have found favor with me. The Lord says, between the years of 2023 and 2024, you will experience tremendous favor in the, in the, in the area of ministry. I sense a very strong prophetic mantle. I don't know who you are, but I sense a very strong prophetic mantle. And the Lord says, you will speak my words. He says, don't speak yours, speak my words. And even now, I sense, I don't know if I can lay hands on you, but I, I, I sense the power of God is coming upon you. He says, even now, you will operate in accuracy. You will operate in power. I see the gift of healing flowing through you. I see you flowing in the power of the supernatural. I see you flowing with fire. That when you speak, you will flow with fire. I see you speaking. I see you speaking on platforms that you never thought that you will ever get to. The Lord says the gift has been undermined, but he says in 2023, it's like I'm putting a spotlight on you and suddenly they will see you. I see the Lord says to me years and years of, of working in the vineyard, but you have not seen results. And the Lord says in 2023, suddenly a result that's coming. And right now the Lord says the wind of the Holy Ghost will walk with you. He will go with you like, like he was with Moses. So he will be with you. And the Lord says, he says, I'm sending divine helpers. He says, in the season, I'm sending divine helpers. Uh, thank you, Holy Ghost. You've been asking for divine helpers. And the Lord says, now, see, now they are coming. See, now they are coming. And the Lord says that they will be a company of prophets. Uh, thank you, Jesus. A company of prophets. He says, you will operate so strongly that they will not be able to ignore you. And the Lord says, see now, taste and see. Taste and see that the Lord is good. Hallelujah. Taste and see that the Lord is good. In the name of Jesus. I submit that to you. Do you sing? I see singing. Uh, frustrated. Season of frustration. Season of confusion. The Lord says tonight that is coming to an end. No more confusion. Don't seek favor with the world. Because God has marked you for him. Don't try and go and please the world. 
because your gift will not fit in the world. God has called you for Him and for Him only. And the Bible says that He is a jealous God. He doesn't share His glory with no man. He doesn't share with any person. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. Can I pray with you? The Lord says to me that when you sing, they will, you will sing with the presence of God. You'll be one of the end time worshippers. That every time when you sing, you will usher in the presence of God. The Lord says to me that I must tell you that don't build your career with your hands. Build it from the presence of God. Every time when you minister, take some time out to prayer. Because he says to me right now, even now he's saying to me that he's calling you into prophetic worship. That while you are singing, songs are just coming and you're like, wait, 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 let me write down, let me write down, let me write down. I have five more minutes left. Please church, pray with me. Amen. Father, in the name of Jesus, let the Holy Ghost come upon her that when she sings, she will sing with power. She will sing with a freshness. It will be new all the time. It will be fresh all the time. Let the Holy Ghost come upon her with fire and with power in the name of Jesus. That when you sing, you will sing and people will get healed in Jesus' name. Fire of the Holy Ghost. Fire of the Holy Ghost. Fire and body of Satan. Rendo Satan Brahma Yedo Satan. Ekadu Satan. Mano Satan. Labro Satan. Makedu Satan. Yes. Yes, in Jesus' name. Labro Satan Brahma. There is power in Jesus' name. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Oh, my time is up. God wants to heal somebody that's struggling with an incurable disease. If that's you, come. Incurable disease. Is it you? Is it you? God's going to heal you tonight. Come on, pray with me touch holy ghost like only you can <laughs> we can't do it holy ghost only you can heal your son ah uh, uh, heal 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 in jesus name touch in the name of jesus father you said by your strength we are healed and so we declare the healing power of god upon his life in the name of jesus heal in jesus name touch him touch every red blood cell Touch every white blood cell. Father, let these organs be transformed. New organs in Jesus' name. Touch him. In the name of Jesus. Father, we give you the glory. Father, we give you the honor. We thank you for what you are doing here tonight. In the name of Jesus. Touch him from the crown of his head. Receive your healing. In the name of Jesus. Now tell me this. What's wrong? Uh, autoimmune disease, alopecia. What does that do? You, you need to speak to My me because white blood cells fight each other. Oh, that's why. That's what I heard when I prayed for the blood cells. What does it deprive you from? What can't you do? My confidence. Your confidence? Yeah. What else? You know what I hear the Lord say to me right now? Please, don't think I'm weird. But there are sometimes in services where the Lord will show me there are certain portals. So you know what I'm seeing? I'm seeing a portal down here. As you walk, <laughs> whew, I felt that. It's like he's showing me that when you walk here, something will change i don't know what is going to be but he's saying to me something will change so this is what i want you to do because we must make it practical yes. 
Those that are drinking there, Pastor, Pastor Bevan, they must see what God is doing in here. I want you to walk there for me. You see where that prayer is? And then you walk back for me. Can you do that? Church, let's cheer him on. Come on. Felt it. You felt it. You don't have to say yes to me. The Holy Spirit, the Lord is going to fill you up now with the Holy Ghost. Come. Father, we thank you. Fill him afresh tonight. In the name of Jesus. Because he suffered with healing, he will pray for others that are struggling. And so, in the name of Jesus, we release the gift of healing. In Jesus' name. Hey. Hey. Now, in Jesus' name, feel afresh. In Jesus' name. This is what I want you to do for us. Come back with a report, ne? that you are healed. Let's go to doctor, tell the doctor, listen, I'm healed, but I just need you to do a check for me. Okay? You are healed in Jesus' name. Come on. Pastor Bevan, I've been ignoring your wife the whole night. Within good reason. Because I sense the Lord said to me while you were singing, He said to me that the prophetic gift. Okay. They don't have to believe me. There's a lot of haters in the room, by the way. The prophetic gift is coming upon you. Prophetic gift. Let's pray. Can I lay my hands on you? You are the man of the house. Amen. And Father. Let the gift flow. No more holding back. No more waiting. No more waiting after the thing. And then you're going to say, oh, I saw this and I saw that. You're going to speak with boldness. Speak with boldness, says the Lord. Speak with boldness. In the name of Jesus. I release that gift over you. In the name of the Christ, I activate you to operate in the power of the supernatural. And I command every ill word spoken over your life. May the fire of God obliterate every word. Every time when they went and throw their bones, because I sense witchcraft. Every time when they throw their bones to make you fail. Because they don't want you to move forward. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. The Holy Ghost is dealing with everything that is unrighteous. Because he is a righteous judge. And so, Father, we thank you for the work that you are. Thank you, Lord. Father, I release. Okay. Thank you for the worshiper in her. Father, I pray that every time when she sings, she will not hold back. But she will release and utter what God is saying. I sense a strong prophetic flow in worship. Every time when you sing, you will flow. You will flow. And the Lord says that every time when you sing, it will be as if it is open heavens. In Jesus' name. Amen. Sir, are you pastoring a church? The Lord says growth. 2023 is going to be the year of exponential growth. 